0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 56, The Secret Life of Frugality by Mrs. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, Life Optimizers. Welcome to Old, or Optimal Living Daily, where I read to you from authors with names like Mr. and Mrs. Money Mustache. Yes, there is a Mrs. Money Mustache, and she occasionally writes posts on Mr. Money Mustache's site. And what better time to read this than Financial Friday? I'm trying to make that a regular thing for the old podcast, and so far it's working. Kind of like the consistency. But I also have a short extra post by Eric Krueger, who is from bettermanblueprint.com and the Betterman podcast. I'm actually on his mailing list and I wanted to read a post of his, but because it's got man in the title and that's technically his target audience, I didn't want to exclude the women listeners, who, by the way, represent 99% of all contributors to the show and who I appreciate so much. So that also made me realize recently that all of my authors for the last 10 or more episodes have been men. I promise I don't plan these things and I have nothing against female authors. But anyway, when I saw that Mrs. Money Mustache writes posts, I thought this would be a great opportunity to showcase her work as well. And it would kind of balance out today's episode since I'll be reading from Better Man Blueprint as well. But before we get into it, and since this is a financial episode, I want to mention that if you join my weekly newsletter, you'll get two or more finance-related gifts from me and one even comes with a free video tutorial that I personally made just for you. So to get those gifts and also be in raffles every month to get free books and more, simply join my free weekly newsletter by texting the word OPTIMAL to the number 44222. You can also visit me online at oldpodcast.com, but if you're at work and can't go browsing around the internet, the simplest way is again to text OPTIMAL to 44222. So let's hear what the missus has to say and start optimizing your life. The Secret Life of Frugality by Mrs. Money Mustache of MrMoneyMustache.com. Introduction. Welcome to the first post by Mrs. Money Mustache herself. Long a lurker on this blog, she finally has some things to say to balance Mr. Money Mustache's manly voice. There are many people that dream of retiring early. I was never one of those people. The idea of retirement in my 30s didn't make any sense to me as I was just starting out in an exciting new career in software. When Mr. Money Mustache spoke of retirement, I would think to myself, why? I like my job. I like going to work and hanging out with coworkers, some of who happen to be my friends. I'm challenging my brain and feel good about things. I'm happy. You might feel the same way. I've met many people that do. They are happy working and for them is a good life. Why retire? For me, the reason appeared when we were ready to start a family. I became frugal and saved money so I could be home with my child. It was a no-brainer, as they say. Early retirement is not about having a lot of money. It's about having choices. It's about finding yourself. You need to discard that old stuffy image of retirement where couples buy an RV and take up touring the country or just sit around at home and occasionally play golf. Early retirement is a lifestyle and it is unique for everyone. Frankly, I don't really like the words early retirement as it doesn't convey the true meaning. For me, it was life-changing and unexpected. It changed me in unthinkable ways. Brought me all kinds of things happiness, balance, change, freedom, time, travel, family, motherhood, and health. But most of all, I found myself. When you're in the midst of all of this money saving, a change comes over you. At first, it's subtle and you barely notice it, but after practicing all these mustachian principles for a few years, you find yourself suddenly free from society's expectations of you. You're in another realm altogether. You don't care if you wear the same pair of pants three days in a row. You don't care if you don't know last night's hockey scores. You might actually start to feel sick in big department stores from all the excess and you're beginning to feel happier. It takes a while to reach this level of anti-consumption, but if you keep it up, you'll get there. And when you do, things start to make a lot more sense. Saving money becomes ridiculously easy. You will suddenly realize why depression and health problems so often go along with debt problems. You'll learn about yourself because you've shed your skin of consumer culture. You've taken a step back and you can finally see yourself and everything around you much more clearly. You figure out what matters and what doesn't. And you learn this much earlier than most people, which means you have the rest of your life to be happy. One of the best compliments I ever received was when a wise older woman told me that I had figured out what life was all about much earlier than most. We all know what life's really about in theory, But until you can truly separate yourself from how we've been molded by society, you don't really get it. It often strikes me as quite incredible that our culture could have gone a completely different route, one where there's a greater sense of community and less emphasis on money and spending. It also amazes me that in many ways, the ways we used to live were much more satisfying. When you hear stories or read books about people who have less, who are sometimes struggling to make ends meet, there's always a common thread, a sense of community. Groups of women sitting around canning tomatoes together and laughing. Kids running around outdoors inventing games. Farmers tending to the fields and helping each other out. This might not seem like your idea of a good time, but these kinds of activities and unity feed our souls. We don't get much of this anymore, and when we do, it is often based in an activity that revolves around spending money. You don't need to have money to discover this. You don't need to retire. But for me, becoming frugal in order to save money helped me discover this hidden secret of life. I have found myself and have found a lifestyle that benefits me and my family. I can teach my child early on that you don't need money to be happy, not just by telling him about it, but by showing him. I can choose hikes instead of manicures and camping trips instead of Disneyland, and I know that I am much happier for it. You can live this secret life too. The Pareto Principle by Eric Krueger of bettermanblueprint.com. A week ago, I cleared out my cupboard, got rid of all the clothes I hardly wear. You should do it too, especially around this time of the year. makes your life less cluttered and allows you to donate to people who need it more than you. It reminded me of a principle that I'll be applying again, with no prejudice, to all areas of my life. The 80-20 principle, a.k.a. the Pareto principle, or the law of the vital few. See, while I was in the process of organizing my cupboard, it struck me again how few of the items in my cupboard I wear on a consistent basis. In fact, it mimicked the 80-20 principle very closely. I wear 20% of the clothes in my cupboard 80% of the time. And that is the crux of the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle points to the fact that there is rarely ever an equal cause and effect. Once you start examining this, you'll find things like 20% of clothes in a wardrobe are worn 80% of the time, 20% of the tools in the toolbox are used in 80% of tasks. 20% of the energy use in a household will offer 80% of the potential energy savings. Or inversely, 80% of output is produced by 20% of input. 80% of outcomes are from 20% of causes. 80% of contribution comes from 20% of the potential contribution available. So then, how do you apply this rule to your life? Grab a pen and paper and sit your ass down. Then look at the various areas of your life and determine which activities are really yielding the biggest results. Which 20% of things that you are doing results in 80% of the desired results? Which 20% should you be pouring more effort into? Which 80% is wasting your time, money, and zapping your energy? The 80-20 principle is very important. It teaches us that we have to choose where our efforts go and that not all choices will result in equal output. It sounds simple, but do not take these words for granted. If you do not live a life by design, you will live a life of default. You just listened to the post titled The Secret Life of Frugality by Mrs. Money Mustache of mrmoneymustache.com and The Pareto Principle by Eric Kruger of bettermanblueprint.com. There you have it. A couple nice short posts from a couple new authors. Let me know what you think. And Eric's post is what a typical email from him looks like, so you can sign up for that through bluemanblueprint.com. And I thought it fit well with Mrs. Money Mustache's post since frugality goes hand-in-hand with the Pareto Principle. At least in my opinion, it does. And if you want to take a stab at frugality yourself, which I highly recommend, I have a spreadsheet that I created just for you along with a video tutorial to go along with it that you can get today by becoming a subscriber of my free weekly newsletter. Plus, there's more free stuff, prizes, and you'll learn a little bit more about me in the process. So to get on there and be a part of the old family, text the word optimal to 44222 or visit me online at oldpodcast.com. And you know, it's Friday, you deserve a break and that includes your ears. So I'm gonna stop there for this episode of Financial Friday on the old podcast and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.